You're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 163. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Well, hey there, amazing human, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Ange, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm an international award-winning business consultant and coach who has helped thousands of amazing women business owners to get all the pieces in place to have consistent four- and five-figure months, and then on to six- and seven-figure years without burning out in the process. So today is going to be a fun behind-the-scenes episode with the amazing Bethany Fisher from Dr. Bethany's Tooth Tales. You see, I get a lot of requests from listeners wanting to hear from actual clients who have worked with me and break down what we actually do together during our time when I'm the coach and obviously Bethany is the client. Each client I work with is simply put so different, different businesses, different products, different offers, different backgrounds, different personalities. You get the picture, different. And because of this, my point of difference is around creating personalized business strategies versus cookie cutter approaches. And you're going to see this today. Bethany, she came to me with an idea, an idea that was gold. And when you have an idea that can turn into a product that people will buy, all levels of epic happen. Because you see, I can't change a turd. I've talked about this before on the podcast. AKA, if you have a shit product, it doesn't matter what I do. It's going to smell like a turd. It's going to look like a turd. It's probably even going to taste like a turd, not like I would know, but you get the picture again. And even if I try and put pretty pink feathers in it and glitter all around, it's still going to look and smell like a turd. But Beth, Beth didn't come to me with a turd. She came to me with a freaking vanilla birthday cake spread with Nutella and sprinkles everywhere. It was epic. And it still is epic. And today I'm excited to share with you how we took Bethany's idea and turned it into $18,200 in revenue in just five months and counting from zero followers, zero emails, and zero ad spend. But before we get started, this episode is sponsored by my 12-month accelerator group coaching program that shows you how to transform your business so you can make more money, reach more people, and have more time to enjoy your family and friends and put an end to burnout for good. This program, Profit Pillars, is specifically for women in business who are on their way to hitting their first five-figure months. They might have a business idea or they already have their business up and running and making some money, but they know they can be making more if they just knew what to focus on. Profit Pillars is a hybrid model, meaning I bring a one-to-one in there. I bring group coaching. I bring guest experts. I bring in mindset. I bring in other uh, guest mentors in. There's a variety of things that happen with inside Profit Pillars in order to ensure you enhance in business and make more profit. Profit Pillars includes things such as, but not limited to, 12 months of goal monthly goal setting, 12 months of workshops with guest experts, fortnightly hot seat calls, 12 monthly office hours, year-round access to my um, Profit Pillars business vault, 12 months VIP access in our daily community group, a strategy session with me, three sessions with other expert mentors, monthly live mindset sessions, and so much more. You can join today for just 
$275 per month, which equals out to $8 a day to grow your business. $8 a day, people. So if Profit Pillar sounds like the right program for you, head to my website, angelahenderson.com.au, click on the services tab, and then go to coaching program. If you have any questions, make sure to hit me up on an email at info at angelahenderson.com.au, because I want to make sure that we can grow you a sustainable and profitable business. Now let's get on to today's awesome episode. Welcome to the show, Bethany. Thanks for having me, Ange. I'm so pumped to have you on the show today. And I really appreciate you, you know, your willingness to come and share your journey uh, with working with me, but just sharing your business ideas and your overall wisdom about what's worked for you and what hasn't in the last five months, because so many people have reached out and and what they say is they actually love these particular podcast episodes because they actually get to see a true behind the scenes of a business. They get to see a true behind the scenes of how I work as a business consultant. So again, I just appreciate your willingness to be able to go through this with the, um, the audience today on the podcast. My absolute pleasure. And I was one of those people as well. I listened to all the podcasts before we started working together. And that was one of the, the big parts that got me really excited for it. Yay. Well, I'm excited today. There's some great things that we are going to dive into. But as always, I like to ask a fun question to my guests so that the audience gets to know you a little bit better. So my question to you is, I know that you love singing. I've heard you sing many of times. (laughs) So my thing, my question that I want to ask you is, what is your most amazing song ever? Like your all-time favorite song? Oh, gosh, what a good question. I think I'd have to go with my go-to karaoke party song Mm -hmm. um which is walking on sunshine it's just such a great uplifting party dance song yeah walking on sunshine is walking on sunshine it is a good it's like a good beat (laughs) you can dance to it on the dance floor you can dance to it in the car um and yeah there's just like this essence of how can you not be somewhat joyful or happy when you're listening to it Absolutely right. I'll always pull it up as a as a karaoke or if I get a chance to sing. So it's it's a great and everybody loves it. Dude, totally. People, I mean, again, and you add a few cocktails and again, it, it feels so much funner too sometimes, Bethany, right? Like it, Absolutely. You, know, you add a little tequila and anything can be awesome sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah. So now that we know that your favorite song is Walking on Sunshine, I'd love for you to share with the audience your business journey over the last, you know, listen, yes, you've been in this new business for the last you know, five months, but you collectively have still been working on a kind of, I wouldn't, like it still was money making for you, but it wasn't like kind of your end all be all because you also have been a dentist right so tell with us in you know a few minutes about where has your career slash kind of other business journey and where you are now what does that look like absolutely um well yeah as you said um I am a dentist um graduated um from university in 2015 um worked as a dentist after that um at the same time um I was also working as a children's entertainer so performing at festivals and events on weekends, um, Christmas time being my absolute favourite and busiest time of the year. <laughs> I did that for about 10 years while I was going through uni, after I finished uni and as I was working as a dentist. And it, I've always loved to perform and loved to perform for kids. So always something that I really enjoyed doing. COVID and lockdown and everything that came with last year, I think really helped to ask myself to sort of reassess what I wanted. Um, and I, I realised that one of the things that I really didn't enjoy was working as a dentist day in, day out. I found it a, 
a pretty exhausting and emotionally difficult experience. I worked a lot with kids um, and decay rates in kids are really quite devastating. One in three kids develop cavities before they reach school age. So it's, it's really common and I just didn't like being the person that was fixing the problems. I wanted to be the person that stopped them from occurring in the first place. So I'd always had this idea in the back of my mind about doing something to do with dental education through music. And it hit the 29th of December last year and the light bulb kind of just just went off. I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. And from there, Dr. Bethany's Tooth Tales was born, which Mm -hmm. is my business where I do interactive and musical oral health education incursions in preschools. So in a nutshell, I go to preschools and I educate children on how to look after their teeth through songs and dancing and games and fun. And I mean, how amazing is it to take the formal education component of it, marry it up with your love and passion of singing and to create this wonderful experience for those in the younger ages, five years and less, to really help a bigger problem and to make a bigger impact by the educational experience that you are you know, putting on for these young ones. Absolutely. And that was something I felt that I'm very privileged to have the education that I had and what I realized in my daily practice is that this education that I was taking for granted was things that that parents and, and kids just didn't know. And in that sort of situation, it's it's difficult to get across everything that, that you need to. And I thought, how can I do it in a way that's going to have the biggest impact on the greatest number of children and families? I love it. And it is definitely one of those, when we were doing your research, we know that there are dentists that go into the schools, right? Or like into the preschools and the daycare centers, et cetera, right? But they're just doing that one component. And I think that's where they talk about your unique point of difference is you're able to not just go in there and do this. This is dental, blah, 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 right? Like you, you, I've seen parts of your program and it just infuses and screams fun and awesomeness. And those experiences is what's going to make that information memorable for those kids and more than likely uh, impact them to take care of their teeth and therefore we will see again that greater impact and the longevity for the Australian you know community which is just so awesome. Thank you I certainly hope so and and that is why music is such a big part of the program to deliver the oral health messages we know that when when kids or, or when anyone's having fun our brains are more open to learning and music allows us to use both sides of our brain at the same time and it has such a positive impact on early childhood development so having the experience as a children's entertainer and a love for music and performing and and the knowledge that I had as a dentist and my very bizarrely weird passion for flossing it just seemed like a no-brainer. Dude, I love it and when you came to me I was like all right you know again today we're not going to only just be talking about how you took this amazing idea with let us just reinforce zero followers, zero email list, zero ad spend. And in the last five months, we went from $0 in income to $18,200 in revenue in just five months. And I should also add, we say five months because that's what that's when you started working with me. But collectively, we've only been marketing your business so asking for the sale 
for a total of seven weeks, right? So I want to say that because it's important that we haven't been marketing this entire five months. We've only been marketing for seven weeks and we've still been able to bring in $18,200, which I just think is remarkable. But we're also going to be sharing with your audience today your business journey, but also what it's been like to work with me in the role as a business consultant. So can you start with sharing with the listeners how you decided to work with me and what were some of the challenges you were facing at the time before you hired me as your consultant? Absolutely. So I attended the 2019 What's On For Kids conference where you spoke Mm -hmm. and I just knew then that I wanted to work with you and I sat down with you at breakfast and you were so generous with your time and I popped on a discovery call with you for my children's entertainment business at the time but I just didn't feel that then was the right time for me mm-hmm. to be to be growing that business mm-hmm. and as soon as this sort of light bulb moment went off in my head I knew and I knew that I wanted to start Dr Bethany's Chief Tales it the thought didn't even cross my mind to not get in touch with you I think I sent you an email like 11 o'clock at night while I was lying in bed I was like I am going to work with Ange and as you said I listened to your podcast and one of the things that that came up so frequently from clients that you had worked with before was the only regret that they had was that they hadn't taken on a coach sooner Mm -hmm. and that was the one thing that I was adamant that I was going to do I wanted to work with you from the get-go And I wanted to do everything right and build the foundations and make sure that I had a really strong business model and a really slick product. And I knew that I didn't know what I didn't know and I needed help to do that. Again, I always, I know when you first came to me with the first kind of um, business that you were running and I said, listen, I'm not going to hard sell you. You either want to work with me or you want. But what at the end of it, you're right on time, as one of uh, Amber McHugh would say, right? You're right on time. And if now is not the time, then you're still right on time, right? You're right exactly where you need to be. And I believe people listening to this podcast, people, when they start working with me, you guys are right where you need to be. And so when you first came to me, though, there's a little bit of... You know, there's a bit of, am I doing the right thing? Like, am I actually going to, you know, double down? Like, I know I want Ange, but is it still right? And there's still a little bit of fear there, rightfully so. It's a big, you know, it's a big commitment to put your dreams first and to put, to invest and to take this idea and turn it into something magical like you have, right? And there may have even been a little bit of nerves coming into play because all you had at that stage was an idea, but you had also never worked with a consultant before. So you've got new idea, new adventure. You're still going to school, we should also add. So what made you finally take that jump or the shift to investing in your business? And also, you know, just with hiring me, like I know there's like you always kind of knew, but there's still what was the final jump where you're like, it, was it your intuition? Obviously, yes, you'd been around in my ecosystem for a while, but what was like that final thing when you were laying in bed where you're like, I'm fucking in, like, and you know, like you cold heartedly know I'm ready to take the leap. Absolutely. I knew that this was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. As you said, I knew that I didn't want to spend the rest of my life actively working day in, day out as a dentist. I'd gone back to uni. I was studying to be a teacher. I still am at uni. Obviously, the part of dentistry that I loved was education and I had always loved the idea of being a teacher. So I was back at uni and I was studying being a teacher, but there's just this niggle inside of me and and I just knew that this was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I figured if this is what I want to do, why 
why keep hesitating? This is my chance. And I just knew that I was going to throw everything at it. And everything at it included you, Ange. Well, that's always fun. Now, one <laughs> of the things that I say, though, and you, and those of you who've listened to the podcast for a while, is when anyone works with me, the first thing I do is go back at the foundations. I look at website, messaging, funnels, uh, revenue, because without the foundations, it's very hard to grow and to scale. Now that you're on the other side of this, right, what, what have you found in relation to like going, yep, the importance of getting the foundations laid correctly is, and just absolutely, you know, correct. Even though it might not be sexy, it is vital to grow. You know, my whole philosophy that I've said before on the podcast is it's like the, the analogy of the three little pigs. You've got a business made out of hay or a business made out of sticks, but we ultimately need a business made out of bricks in order to be able to grow, keep growing and scaling on top of that foundation. So what are your thoughts from a client perspective about needing those foundational elements? Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And so many things that seem so logical that if I had gone down this path by myself without you, that are things that I would have missed. Like the concept of doing branding as an entire overall concept and not just a logo or um, copy for the website. Oh, my gosh. Copy was ended up being one of the absolute highlights you put me in touch with Kath and uh, the, the copy's just been brilliant um, and getting in with the legals and getting my website done and just feeling like everything around me. As you said, it's, it's built out of bricks and it's really stable. And I feel like when you've done all of those things correctly, it really helps to add strength to the business and to the product that you offer to people. And one of the things I often talk about is, I want to rewind just a little bit about is you came to me with an amazing product, an amazing idea, right? Um, as I say often is I can't polish a turd, right? I literally can't. A turd looks like a turd. It smells like a turd. I'm assuming it tastes like a turd. I've never tasted it on myself, but you get what I'm saying here. Like, like I can't yeah. put fairy dust on it and feathers in it and make it anything else. It's still going to look and smell like a turd, right? So for you is what I'd like to say is for you is what does that look now that you know that and now that we've looked at you've got this amazing product you've got the foundations in place right but how how important do you also think that the foundations and the product actually do go hand in hand oh absolutely I could have I mean I could have thrown all of this you know together with what I had known in my own head and I feel that it just would have it just it wouldn't have given me the same level of authority that it does when everything has been done properly. Yes, it still would be me offering the same product in, in some regards, but I feel that it just gives you a level of authority in the space, knowing that everything within the business is given 110%. No stone is left unturned. And I think that that speaks volumes when you offer your service to to others. And so we know, again, amazing product, tick. We've got the foundations in place now, tick. And then it came down to Beth, shit's about to get real, right? <laughs> we now have no choice, but now we've got a market. We, yeah. like, because we're the type of... Um, 
audience you were dealing with is this particular instance again i'm a very big believer we needed the messaging we needed the branding we needed the copy to speak to these daycare centers because they have little lives right on the line and they want to make sure that who they're bringing in is got authority and credibility and so we had to really leverage that for you and i do believe we did a great job with that with those other components but now we got to the marketing part zero followers zero email list, zero ad spend. And I'm a very big believer, as I talked about a few episodes ago, is that you need to build your audience. You need to nurture your audience. You need to sell to your audience. Yeah. But in this instance, it's not an easy thing to build an audience of daycare centers. Not everyone is on Instagram. Not everyone is on Facebook. Uh, that uh, Some of them might be on LinkedIn, but they're not necessarily out there in a traditional way of how we would leverage social media platforms. So we had to do old school outreach, right? And we created this amazing marketing strategy. We were able to speak to the language of that particular, you know, daycare centers. And that strategy has now turned into of seven weeks of marketing, $18,200. How do you feel about the importance of you seeing everything starting to come together where you're like, okay, like it's actually happening. Like, and do you feel like a little bit of fear setting back in or what does that look like for you? Great question. I still remember the day that I launched social media. I, you know, was so excited. And that day I got my first inquiry from no outreach, simply from launching the program on social media. And that inquiry within 24 business hours turned into a booking, which for me was just the most wonderful thing that could have happened in that initial launching process. Um, And then from there, it's, you know, business is, is hard work. It's a constant roller coaster of emotions, of the highs of seeing people love what you have to offer and excited to share it with, as you said, the little people that they're making, you know, decisions for to enrich their lives and, and provide them with, with programs that are going to be beneficial. And then the lows of, of people telling you that, you know, it's it's too expensive. Um, or, you know, the heartbreak of even just not hearing back from people. Um, and it, it's it's a constant cycle of up and down, but the highs are what makes all of the hard work worth it. And nothing feels better than being able to get out in, in front of kids and perform my program and seeing their faces and seeing how they respond to it. And then, of course, hearing the feedback from the centres as well. So it's very much a balance, but obviously really trying to remember the highs is important. And listen again, seven weeks marketing, $18,200 revenue brought in. And should we also say that you've got 17 sessions booked for dental health week. I mean, you're completely like, there's no room left for you to perform on that week. I mean, how freaking amazing is that? Absolutely. Dental health week is going to be ethically awesome. I can't wait. Term three in in general, um, obviously it's the first term that I've been out sort of working as much as as lockdown will allow. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just really exciting to see, to see the bookings come in and, and yes, 17 sessions in Dental Health Week is going to be awesome. 
so fun. Now, listen, you just brought up something about COVID. And let's be let's be really honest. You know, we know things have been going really well over the last seven weeks and collectively the last five months. But we also know that just recently at time of recording, you know, Melbourne's in lockdown, South Australia's in lockdown, uh, Sydney, parts of Sydney, New South Wales are in lockdown right here in Australia anyways. So we know that the landscape in particular in Australia is changing. And because this is where your ideal audience is currently, we know that we need to start thinking about it. And that's why when you hire a business consultant, it is my responsibility to look at what do we need to do to pivot in order to keep this viable, but also to look at different income streams. And at time of recording, we've also haven't had the chance to map this out because you and I've only been talking about it for the last, you know, a week or so really, is that we're going to have to adapt part of our strategy and not to be completely reliant on live shows at these daycare centers. And so again, in business, just when you have one idea down, you've got to be flexible, be willing to adapt and be able to still look for opportunity, right? We still have a great product no matter what. And even though um, the journey has changed for us, potentially a little bit, the plan hasn't. Our plan for you, Beth, is still to make a greater impact for dental prevention, right? And it Absolutely. might not be that we do that live. It might be that we do it when we can, but we can equally do that in an online way. So how do you feel about knowing even so early on that we're going to have to add a new layer of strategy to your business? No, you're exactly right. And that's one of the great things about working with you is you get me thinking about things that wouldn't have even crossed my mind. The idea of developing an online program is not something that I, I would have thought of. And it's getting these ideas and, you know, all of a sudden I've got an extra week of lockdown where everything's been cancelled and it's like, well, hang on, I've got all of this time that I can put into a, a program that then means that I can still be working during lockdowns and I can still be providing education to centres if lockdowns continue to happen throughout Australia and it also allows me to increase my reach all of a sudden I'm not just Victoria based mm -hmm. you know there's there's not really any limit on on how far the education can reach and again we started with looking at Victoria because that's where you're obviously from but then we've also already talked about how do we start increasing this nationally in Tasmania and a variety of other states but also there's no reason why that we've also talked about when you hit the international market right so again looking at how do we break this down into bite-sized chunks. You can't eat an elephant whole, but really the sky is the limit on this particular one, right? So super cool. But again, always make sure that businesses know that you can pivot and it's okay to pivot. And even though when things get shitty and things have to be canceled in best case, do you know what I mean? These daycare centers, we got to reschedule. There's still always opportunity if you choose to look for opportunity. Now, another thing that people will say, well, that's great, Bethany and Ange, right? That's great that you've got all this. You've either got time or you've got money or that you've got this. And maybe a point of that's true. But at the end of the day, Beth is taking responsibility for life, her life. Beth is choosing what she invests in in order to get to where she wants to be. And so I just want to lay it out on the table about what are the things that has, Beth has had to pay for over the last five months to get her making you know, $18,200 in seven weeks of marketing. And we created her branding. We created um, the messaging. We had copy done for the website. We had her legal con legals done, um, which is one contract because we wanted to make sure that this was sound and solid for working with daycare centers. She obviously paid for my cost. Uh, so yes, there are an outlay of costs, but 
you know, these upfront costs to lay the foundations are going to allow you to become a lot more profitable a lot quicker. What that's my opinion, but what are your thoughts being the person who's had to outlay these funds upfront, Beth, and now you're starting to see the rewards in a very short amount of time? I, I agree with you 100%, Angela. I remember at the time at the start knowing that I'd be outlaying costs and, you know, that that fear, you know, creeps in every time the credit card's getting close to full. Um, mm-hmm. And it is just that knowing that this, this money is being spent now because there is going to be that benefit in the future. And as I said, I ha- can 100% say that I have spent so much more on the business going through this process with you than I would have if I just thrown it together by myself. But I do not have a single doubt that every single cent that I have spent so far has benefited the business and how far I've been able to to progress it so far. But as you mentioned, one of the things that you often forget is the fact that you have to allocate the time as well. And at the start of the business, when I was spending all this money, I felt that I needed to be working to get money in. So I'm working in other jobs. And and sometimes you forget you need to allocate time for the business, even though currently that time is unpaid because that time is going to contribute to your ability to generate income in the future. So it's that time cost and the financial cost as well that are both really important outlays in starting the business. And also, like you said, you you didn't have to pay for these things up front. But if you had to spend your time Googling and YouTubing and also trying to find, like I connected you with all the people you needed to be connected to, right? Very quickly without having to go and interviewing 10 or 12 people. Hand on heart, do you honestly think you would be where you're at if you would have had to go and try and execute and put all these pieces together yourself? No, absolutely not. And I'm, and I'm, I do not regret for a second a single cent that I have spent, a single second that I've put into the business. I'm so proud of where it sits now and what we've been able to achieve working together. And I have I have no doubt that I probably would have ended up with you and, and spending this money down the track anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that I listened to my instinct and I listened to what everybody said in the podcast that that the only regret is is not taking someone on sooner because it means that I haven't wasted time googling only to have someone else uh, to pay someone else to do it for me down the track. Mm-hmm. It's been done right from the start and I'm really so thrilled with all of the people that you connected me with um, because it's, it's really helped contribute to building a brand that I'm incredibly proud of. Mm-hmm. And again, your network equals your net worth, right? Absolutely. It's obviously been to get connected to these people. And that's what people forget is you're not just paying to work with me from a strategic point of view. You're also paying for my network and my connections, which ultimately they become your network and connections. And when you have a network, you have a net worth because people will start marketing for you. Even if they might be a copywriter and know none, nothing about dentistry, they might have kids that go to daycare and they want you in the center, right? So to me, it's a huge contributing factor that a lot of people forget about is you're paying for access to my connections too, just as much as you are for strategy. Now, one of the things though that I'd like to, you know, kind of as we wrap this up is what would you say ultimately has been your favorite part with working me as your business consultant? Oh gosh, I've just loved being able to come to you with any questions or dilemmas that I've had, but I love that you don't just give me the answers. You'll always give me your opinion 
um, if if you have one, but you encourage me to trust my instincts and to make my own decisions. And I think that's really important because starting a business is really scary and there's just so much that you don't know and you don't know what you don't know until <laughs> you know that you don't know it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it can be really challenging trusting your own instincts mm-hmm. because you've not done this before. Mm-hmm. Um, so knowing that you've been there to answer any of the most bizarre, random little questions that I've had and to just reassure me that that trusting my instincts is always going to give me the best outcome has been really wonderful. And listen, one of the things I will correct you on is you said, if I have an opinion, Beth, I always have an opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's be honest here. I always will have something to say. But one of the things, and this is where I consider myself 75% consultant, 25% coach. I still want you guys to be able to have your own thinking skills and capacity to make informed decisions without being dependent on me, right? And there's a lot of people who will not do that technique with the clients they work with because if they do, that means that they might get everything that they need. They run from a place of scarcity, the coaches, right? And so they're like, I'll just keep everything to myself and I'll have to be the one that tells them all the answers and I won't get them to think for themselves because then they won't need me. I'm the complete opposite. You actually don't want to be with me forever. You might be with me for like six months intensively, and then you might go to my Profit Pillars program, or you might come to my retreat. But my job as a business consultant is not to keep you forever, because if I keep you forever, I'm not doing my job, right? So that is one of the big things is I try to get you guys to to go into your intuition, but equally to start making some of those decisions yourself, because you don't want to be reliant and dependent on me. And now... My last Absolutely. question, my last question for, to you is for those listeners sitting on the fence and wanting to work with me as a business consultant or someone else, it doesn't just have to be with me, just really about investing themselves. What words of encouragement would you give them? Absolutely. Well, I'd, I'd reiterate what I said before. Um, and I assume that given they're listening to this podcast, they're already doing it, um, that is listening to your podcast and listening to what people say. And, and as I said, the, the, the frequent message that came up for me was people going, I wish I had taken on a coach earlier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of barriers to that. There's, there's you know, cost and, and time. You know, you have to allocate the time to, to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me and, and for what I would, would say to anyone is that, yes, you know, for me starting a business right from scratch with zero income, a huge financial outlay and needing to input a huge amount of time with no direct income at the time, all for a long-term benefit of doing that earlier. So I, I can't really say any more than that. I just think that that one of the huge things for me was listening to that podcast and hearing that constant message of I wish I had done it sooner. And I'm so glad that I trusted that and that I took you on right from the start. Love it. And for those listeners out there who may live in Australia and may have children at daycare centers, where can they connect with you and potentially get you into their daycare center for dental, uh, you know, dental or preventative, you know, education? And where can they just find you collectively? Absolutely. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Dr. Bethany's Tooth Tales, and you can find me online at drbethanystoothtales.com. 
Listen, Beth, it has been an absolute pleasure working with you over the last you know six months. And I can't wait to continue to be in your corner. I can't wait to continue to see you go from strength to strength. And it's just amazing to see an idea turn into a product, turn into something that is going to have a bigger impact, not only locally for the Victorian crew down in Melbourne, but equally for Australia. And I will say eventually globally. So huge, huge, huge congratulations. Thank you, Ange. Now, before we sign off, just a reminder that my team and I will also be putting together the show notes for this episode at AngelaHenderson.com.au, where we'll make sure we include all of Bethany's links. And as I mentioned earlier, my 12-month accelerator program, Profit Pillars, is open for new enrollments this month. So if you want to get the support, community, and resources you need to make uh, your business, you know, start from going you know, going with long hours, feeling stuck, needing the clarity, make sure you head to AngelaHenderson.com.au and click on the services button to secure your spot. And if you have any questions, you can just DM me over on Instagram with my handle being Angela Henderson Consulting. Thanks so much again for being on the show today, Bethany. And for the rest of you, I hope you have a fabulous day no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you joining me again next week for another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. Thanks again, Beth. Thanks, Ange. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, www.angelahenderson.com.au.